you're listening to the Next Level Boss Podcast, where we firmly believe in dreaming bigger so you can create a life you're wildly obsessed with. Each week, we'll be sharing inspiring stories, tips and tricks from the experts, and having honest conversations to help up-level your business and mindset. Here's your host and business strategist, Angelina Sutherland. Hey everyone, we are live with Courtney Chapman. I am so excited to have her here. She truly embodies everything that the Next Level Boss brand is about. She is a mom that as soon as she became pregnant, um, she decided that that was her why. She wanted to make big changes and dove into self-development and eventually led to entrepreneurship and she really is all about authentic organic growth it's not a popularity contact contest with her it's truly about making an impact in somebody's life and in the world and it's not about you know how many likes or comments you get it's about you know is that actually resonating with people are they inboxing you um are you getting comments is your bank account changing you know the things that actually matter when you're running a business and you're trying to show up in the world in a big way so today she has so many great tips uh, and tricks to share with everyone and also an amazing offer for our next little bosses that she'll be sharing at the end so welcome 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 Courtney. thank you so much for being here thank you for having me i'm super excited so yeah um thank you for that introduction that was like <laughs> warm my heart so much so so yeah um i first started my journey i was i was pregnant with my daughter i had originally started in a network marketing business and um and whenever i started i didn't really know what the heck i was doing which some of you might be listening and you're like i don't know what i'm doing like this is so confusing i have no idea what's happening in this <laughs> like they want me to cold message what like you know just those types of things but um i got pregnant with my daughter and i was in such a dark and low place in my life i had alcohol abuse issues i was i hated my body i hated myself i mean just to be totally raw um and that's another thing about me you will know i'm very raw and i will tell you <laughs> tell you all the all the dark pieces because i feel like that's especially on the social media realm it's so important um for us to to kind of share some of that darkness sometimes because there's somebody out there who needs to hear that because they feel alone but i got pregnant with my daughter and i immediately was like i can't keep doing this grind this nine to five i was gone 50, 60, 70 hour weeks. I was, I mean, even pregnant, I was working 50 to 70 hour weeks and two and a half hour commutes most times there, two and a half hours back. I missed so much of her life. And, you know, in my in my head, I was like, how can I do this? How can I change where I'm going in life? And it all did start with personal development. It started with less brown, you gotta be hungry. That's one of my favorite, favorite YouTube videos um, that he's made. And it started with that, just like pouring into myself and figuring out all the crap that had been, I'd been holding on to and how I could really evolve out of that. And the next thing I knew it was like, okay, well, network marketing, entrepreneurship, that's my venue like this. There's so much that can be done. There's an impact that can be made. I'm a very heart centered individual. So always thinking about how can you impact the next person? How can you help them? How can you change their life? Whether that is 
with a product or with a coaching service that you offer, or it's with like with you with like your vinyl and like how you can help people with like their brand and what they what they showcase. Um, you know, like how can you help people feel better and change their life? And I wanted to do that more than anything, and I wanted to also be at home and have the ability to stop missing all the firsts with my daughter, stop missing all of the things. And I knew with the direction my my career was headed that I was going to miss even more. I was going to miss all the soccer games. I was going to miss all the dance recitals. I was going to miss everything because whenever I set my mind to something or I pour myself into something, it's like I am all in or I'm nothing. Like that's just the type of person I am. Um, of course you have to step back every once in a while on certain things, but I'm all in. And so I really started to pour into that. You know, I, I focused on my network marketing business that I was in so hard and I took loads of coaching programs and, you know, worked on my, my inner self because so much of what we do in our business is mindset. So much of it, it's, it's, yes, it's the action, but it's also what's going on in between our ears. And um, I did so much of that work and I realized I have got to quit my nine to five. Like I just have to. So I prematurely quit, <laughs> which some people would be like, it's not a good idea. But for you me, had this moment of, I can't continue down this way. There's no way because you started um, self-development because of your daughter and you made the decision to leave your job, your nine to five because of your daughter. Yes. And like really then your big why. Yeah. It was just, I was done. I was so done. I couldn't do it anymore. I, I was tired of feeling not good enough. I was tired of feeling like I wasn't a good enough mom. I wasn't a good enough employee. I wasn't a good enough wife. I wasn't like all the the hats and the buckets that we're in in life. I was like, I'm just, I'm not feeling good enough. And all I want to do is provide the best possible life for my daughter. And I grew up with parents that, you know, were very low middle class. And so I grew up with parents who constantly were gone, never there, never around. Um, and they just were doing the best that they could. And I'm like, well, in in this day and age, like there are so many ways that we can make an income from home and I need to figure out how that is. So I just woke up one day and I looked at my husband. It was like on a Saturday and I was like, I'm quitting. I'm done. And he was like, not enough. Yeah. It's like, I just, I got so sick and tired and I hit my, my threshold where I was like, I'm just, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. And, um, I quit and it was the scariest thing of my life um, because we didn't have a plan B. I mean, I was in a network marketing business. I was making $50 a month. I mean, that doesn't even pay for a tank of gas sometimes, you know, and, um, and you left something that was good. You had income wise, you were making good money. You left that with no plan B. You just jumped. Yes. I mean, we had, a, we had emergency funds, you know, like we had our savings, like we had that, but there wasn't this like, oh, I'm, I'm quitting and I'm going to another nine to five or I'm quitting and I have, I'm already making X, Y, Z that will cover X, Y, Z. You know, like I didn't have anything like that. It was just, I, and it's the core of how I felt was like, I'm either going to leap and I'm going to be given wings or I'm going to leap and I'm going to have a net and it's going to catch me and I'll just figure it out. You know, I just, um, I'm, I'm very much a risk taker in that sense because I just was like, there has to be something more in life. And with the more uh, personal development I was doing, the more I was feeling more, I'm worthy of this. I'm deserving of these dreams. I literally sit at night and I look up at the ceiling and I'm like, I 
I want so much more from life. And my daughter and my daughter's daughter and my daughter's son and my children's children's children, you know, like going all the way down into this legacy, they deserve better. And it's my turn to break that chain of you have to work really hard. You have to expend yourself. You have to move, live, lose all of this time with your loved ones just to make a buck. You know, it was this whole thing. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Retire and have the time when you're 60, 70 and your kids are gone. Yeah. It's backwards. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and my, my poor parents are still living in that, you know, and, and I just, I was like, I can't, let's not, it's not, and no matter what your belief system is, but that's not what we were created for. We weren't created to work ourselves to the bone and to miss all of these special moments in life just to keep the, the you know, materialistic things over our head. Or, you know, it was just like, that's not what we're meant for. And that's not what I'm meant for. I knew since a little girl that I was meant to help people and I didn't know how. And quit my nine to five, you know, and I had, a, I definitely got humbled. You will notice whenever you make a big shift in your life, things become very shaky. <laughs> they kind of fall apart underneath you a little bit. And that's the true test I feel like is, is really looking at like, okay, so this is, it's kind of a test in a sense of like, are you really all in? And mm -hmm. I just happened I kept going. I mean, I didn't give up. I was like, no, this is, I, I did apply for nine to five jobs because I was like, I need, you know, maybe I have to until I figure it out. And and funny enough, I applied to almost 75 jobs and I didn't hear back on one. And I'm a very, very, my resume is very good. <laughs> okay. So I was like, why am I not getting called back? But it was all for a reason. And I ended up finding the network marketing, community-based marketing business I'm in now. I ended up being able to build this amazing coaching business that I have now where I help other women and moms be able to grow their businesses authentically. And I call it being the hunted compared to the hunter within your, within your business where people are literally seeking you for what you're doing compared to you having to constantly seek other people. And everything is energy. And when you're chasing people down, you're that lion and you're hunting, people can feel it and it repels them. I, I really hope everybody starts to realize this because it's an icky feeling and you, you feel it and you're immediately pushed away. Versus like you're saying, you're showing up, you're providing value and it's kind of like bees attracted the honey and they're just swarming to you because you're this great energy source that is giving. Yes, very much so. I mean, then that, that was a huge, like, flip for me whenever I joined my, my current network marketing business. Cause in, in my old one, and this is taught, even, even if you have a, a brick and mortar or you have an Etsy shop, I mean, it doesn't matter what type of business you have. I speak specifically for network marketing because that is where my biggest business is at the moment. Um, I have two different businesses, but that's like the big one. I'm growing the other one, but it's, it's this concept of like, oh, we have to cold message and we have to reach out to people and we have to do ads and we have to do this and we have to do that. And, and I was like, that just does not feel good. That energy, like you just said, it's so, it's so desperate. It's so like, I, I'm not doing this for the human connection. I'm not doing this for the impact. I'm not doing this to change people's lives. I'm doing this because I want to make a buck. And it feels gross. It feels so gross when you get messages from somebody who's on your friends list, but has never said hi to you, but they're trying to sell you something. It's like, I'm not a piece of meat. <laughs> get to know me. Yeah. Uh, 
I know and love and trust you and I see on your social media page that you're offering something that I want or need, I'm gonna go to you, but like it's gross and I just block them after they send me messages like that. And every sellers do it also. I get a lot of messages like that on Instagram, especially, um, look at this, look at this, do you wanna buy this? It's, I don't know who you are. <laughs> and it's just gross. It, and it doesn't feel like you have something that people really want. Like you're trying to push something that, like would I really want this? If you're that desperate, Right, exactly. And that's, and like you said, people can smell it from a mile away. They can, I mean, and they can even smell it whenever you're, you've moved past the beginning of the conversation and you're just like, I want to reach a rank or I want to reach a goal or I want to reach whatever that is or I want to reach this income or, you know, whatever. People can smell that as well. You know, like it's, it's so much about the human connection, the, the relationship that you're building because we want, just as many raving fans as we want people who are like, I can't wait to buy whatever it is that you're offering. We want a mix of both of those people because we're not going to always offer something that everyone's going to enjoy, but we want to offer things that everyone can at least be like, I'm behind that. Like I'm so behind that. I'm going to buy it or I'm going to support you. And the cold message completely gets rid of that. People are like, I no longer support you because now I feel, like you said, a piece of meat. And it's like, yes, it's true. And I, I do understand, you know, part of it where that stay-at-home mom is trying desperately to make this work so she can be home with her kids and she's following what her upline is telling her or this, you know, she's just doing everything she can. She thinks she's doing it the right way. But it's not. <laughs> you really have to be careful of who you're taking advice from. So I'm so glad um, that you're sharing with us attraction marketing, how to show up correctly on social media. Um, so how you've done this, you know, personal development background, you joined a network marketing company. How did you find something that was truly in alignment with your core beliefs so you could show up authentically online and provide that value? So for me, nothing was wrong really with like the products or anything like that with my old network marketing business. It was so much of, I didn't align with, like you said, the core values of it. I didn't align with the cold messaging. I didn't align with the type of mentorship or the leadership or anything. And so whenever I started using the products I use now, I, I loved the way I leaned in. I loved the fact that it was, it piqued my curiosity. I leaned in and I asked for information and then was provided the information in the most simplistic way. And for me, that was so important. I was like, this is already so different. And I feel so good in my heart <laughs> with this. Like, how is this so different? So I knew immediately that with the core of who I was and what I was looking for, that it was already something aligned, at least product-based. I knew that the product, especially once I used it and it worked, that I was going to be using the product and purchasing to help somebody else that was going to be so heart centered and meant for me. And then once I used it and it worked and I figured out, you know, I'm, I'm very analytical. So figured out the compensation plan and all that stuff. And then I figured out their systems and how it was based on attraction marketing. It was based on showing up authentically. It was ba based on social media from your phone, which was like what I had been vision casting for so long to have 
And then that the mentorship was not one where you were kind of pigeonholed. Like you could get mentorship from anybody in our organization. I immediately was like, I'm all in. Like, just show me what to do. I felt like I was going to fail. I mean, my my evidence in life was you're made, you made $50 a month. You're currently making zero a month because I quit that network marketing business. You're making zero a month. You, My husband had lost his job at that point. We were in such a financial situation that I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. But again, I was like, I can either have have wings to fly or I'm going to have a net. And I went with it and I, I completely replaced my full-time income that I worked 12 years and two degrees in order to achieve. Um, yeah. I that little girl of yours has been such a spark underneath you. It's incredible. So uh, how did that translate to you showing up online? What did you do to really build? Because you do have this great, authentic um, and organic following. You do, you show up. I mean, you're consistent. I know that. You go live a lot. But how, what did you do to really build your influence and your impact? Did you have a big following when you went into this? No. So I actually started out with about five to 600 friends. I kind of wish I had written it all out to begin with. So if you are just starting, I highly recommend like making notes, like where did I start my journey? Just so you can really have this, this moment of like, this is where I was and this is where I am now. Um, but I was like five to 600 friends. I was not very active on social media. Um, and I really just started sharing my story. So that's where people get scared. They're like, well, I don't know if I have a good enough story. I don't know if I have an impactful story. I don't know if I have a power and powerful enough story. I don't know if I have this or I have that. Or maybe I haven't used the products enough. Or, you know, I'm just started my Etsy shop and I'm not really sure if I'm going to be able to sell it. And so they don't want to share it. They don't want to share their story. And so for me, I was like, I'm just going to basically document everything. And I'm going to do what my leader tells me to do. You know, if she's like, you should go live, I'm going to go live. If she says that you should, you know, post your story more, I'm going to post my story more. So I'm very coachable in that sense. But really it was getting on live video and realizing that people love, especially if they love you. And live video is like the biggest place where people get to know who you are. Um, people will share your content. And so really focusing on like whenever you are doing a live video, sharing your content, like, hey, you know, share this out if you gain value, sharing your own stuff into groups that align with what you're sharing on your live video. Um, and then your content, sharing your story, but being willing to share it in not a way that's like, I call it vanilla, which is the very like cookie cutter, everything's rainbows and butterflies. And this is just really helping me, but like actually sharing the crap. Like for me in my story, you know, I was a couch potato mom. I hated my body. I hated my life. I hated where I was. I didn't like anything. Um, and now I'm the complete opposite. Now I've been able to design and create a life I love because I was willing to start a product and start a business that revolutionized everything. And it's, it's being willing to share the before, to share the crap, not just the on the surface crap, but like maybe what's underneath. Um, because there are literally other people on the other side who are like, that is me. I'm 10 steps behind you. And oh my gosh, like that's where I feel. And I want to be where you are. And by you showing up in that and sharing that with people, they start to be like, I know, like, and trust you. And now I feel like I can actually 
work with you and buy from you and have you as whatever capacity it is that you're doing um, as that person for them in their, their life. And that's really what I focused on doing. Like, so in the beginning of 2018, you just dove in and you just got real raw and vulnerable and you were sharing where you were at and where you wanted to go. And you didn't have that. You probably did have the fear of being seen. I think everybody has that, especially in the beginning when, I mean, going live is scary, showing up, doing anything new for the first time. Like you mentioned, even, you know, having a physical product that you're trying to sell if you're an Etsy shop owner or you provide a service, anything for the first time when you haven't had that evidence that what you're doing is needed and wanted and loved and you're just throwing it out there and you just, it's the fear of judgment. And did that ever stop you or just your daughter was just this big driving force that kept you going and you said, no matter what, I'm gonna keep showing up consistently? Um, it definitely tried. <laughs> to stop me, that's for sure. There were moments, and there have been moments, where I've wanted to quit. There have been moments where I have been like, I don't want to post that. You know, like I'll get an intuitional hit of like, you need to share this story. Um, like I've shared very openly about my childhood trauma. Um, and there are times where things are going to get very uncomfortable. But I always remembered, and this is something I love to tell people who join me and work with me. Your vision is most important and your why is most important. So whenever I would sit there and I would get uncomfortable and I would think about myself, I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. My vision is to, is to be with my daughter. My vision is to help her have a better life. And in turn, I'm going to help all of these other people. It has nothing to do with me. I'm being selfish by holding back and thinking only about myself whenever it has nothing to do with me. It's everything to do with men. Yeah, it has everything to do with my daughter. It has everything to do with the mom or the woman out there who feels alone, who feels like she's broken, who feels like she's not worthy, who feels like she's not enough. Like my story of triumph, of working through it, even through the thick and the thin, is for her. And I am just the vehicle and the vessel to get the story out there so that somebody else can be like, I can do it too. In whatever way that they're they're needing that inspiration for that day. I love that that kept you going. Um, that was a big thing for me too. That got me over lives. I'm like, I'm being selfish. <laughs> I, me not showing up is doing everybody else a disservice. And when you take yourself, you know, out of that and you put other people in the focus, it definitely helps to get you out there and to keep showing up. Um, so you did this consistently. It was something that was new. It was something that was scary. You just jumped, you left something that was stable, you went all in on this new adventure, um, showing up consistently. How do you know, do you recommend people really dive in deep and have a vision for where they wanna go, understand their why before they do all this? Um, because I mean, you could show up and post a bunch of vulnerable stuff, but it really won't have any purpose or meaning and it'll just be kind of weird. <laughs> so there's also that end, I think, I want to just put that out there and kind of be clear on. Yeah, so true. <laughs> um, so, I mean, honestly, if if we're if I compare like where I was with my network marketing business, I didn't have the vision, my old one. I didn't have the vision. I didn't have an understanding of my why. I mean, I knew my daughter was, but I was so misaligned with what I was doing that my post, like I would throw a post, like you said, I would be vulnerable and nothing would happen because 
it didn't even feel good for my purpose for where I was going for what I wanted to do. So I do recommend understanding your why. I do recommend having a vision. However, I do not recommend not taking action because of that. Because there are so many people who will be so stuck in like, well, I need to figure out my purpose. I need to figure out my vision. I need to figure out my why. I need to figure out, I need to figure out that they won't even try something. They will get so stuck in the paralysis by analysis that they're like, well, I'm just, I'm just not going to post. Like, I'm not going to do it. And the thing is, is that you won't ever, because for me, I had the vision, I had the why, but I never knew if it was the right thing until I actually tried. I'm so glad you said that because you gain clarity through taking action. Yes. It's a good way to get that clarity. So, so glad yeah. you said that. Yeah. Cause you could try something and have this vision, have this why and try it and be like, okay, actually this wasn't what I thought it was. Like, it's not exactly what I was aligned with or I thought was going to get me there or whatever it is. And that's okay. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to shift gears. It's okay to do things but you have to take the action or you're never going to have any kind of result regardless if that's winning and you're getting to where you want to go in your vision or that's okay wow this is this is not what i thought it was <laughs> i'm gonna go the other way um you're just never gonna know and, and i feel like so many people stay in that state of inaction and then they're like oh well it's my upline's fault or oh it's because I, i'm just not meant to be a coach or oh it's but it's not really that there could be very minor tweaks needed to be made in your purpose, how you're showing up, what you're talking about, what you're doing with your vision, and then the action in order to get to where you want to go. So if somebody has a business right now, it's kind of in that beginning stage and they have a little bit of that fear, you know, being seen and putting themselves out there. They don't have full clarity yet. How would you recommend that they start showing up, how they start you know, promoting their services in a way that will attract instead of repel their ideal customer. Okay. So first thing is, so let's say, for example, and this is going to sound random, but like somebody is selling bows. Okay. <laughs> so somebody's selling bows on social media and they have an Etsy shop and they want to start talking about that on their page. Well, I would really get down to why they started making the bows. So maybe they had a, a newborn baby, they went online, they were trying to find other bows and they couldn't find anything that would fit their child or they couldn't find anything that was their style or that was, you know, fill in the blank. Well, there's a deeper meaning to it, right? So yeah, they couldn't find this, but they really wanted to showcase their child in a way that was special. They wanted to really focus on how they could help their child shine, you know, from this small age. And so really starting to talk about that and not selling yet. So some people want to go like, bam, I'm going to tell my story and I want to sell to you. What I actually did was I didn't do that. I created curiosity. I started to talk about the way of eating I was doing. So I have a health and wellness product. So I started to talk about the way I was eating. I started to gain that curiosity of like, what is she doing over there? Like, she's like, talking about how she no longer has anxiety to go to the grocery store, like what's happening over there? Like she is being different. And you can literally start talking about how I started making these amazing bows for my daughter and da, 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 and like show a beautiful picture of her with you and not even drop a link. Don't tell people that you're selling them. Don't do anything. Allow them to lean in to be like, oh, 
can I have information on that? Like what's going on? Cause I would have people all of a sudden in my inbox, like, well, I've been researching that and I didn't know anything about that. Like, can you give me more info? And then it started the conversation. It started the relationship to where then I could continue to move them through the systems and the funnel to get them the information they needed in an authentic way. But it wasn't from a place of I'm going to sell first. It was from a place of let me show up and explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then let's get to the selling part. Because it's all about that vulnerability and relationship you're building. And you don't have to show up as this person in fear of like, I'm trying to sell to you. Well, first sell yourself. Like people want to know, like, and trust you and love you before they're like, I'm all in with your product. Beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so I think a lot of people get, I think it's, it's due to that fear of being seen and even hearing your message. And it's beautifully said, everybody, you know, I'm sure it's head bobbing right now saying yes, yes. But then when it goes to actually taking that action, I think a lot of people get stuck and they overanalyze, you know, what do I actually do? Um, what, how often do you recommend posting and is there any strategy involved that would really help take some of that guesswork out of how to show up and be consistent? Yes. Okay. So, um, with social media, so there's different platforms, of course, but we'll just talk primarily about Facebook. So Facebook is a lot about building relationships. So you're wanting to really focus on how can you better your relationships with people on your page. So if you're currently not engaging with other people on your social media that are on your friends list now, that would be your first step because it's an energy exchange. So we want to love on people and give to them as much as we want them to give to us. So that's a really big thing. I always tell people who first start with me, what is your engagement like? Like, are you, are you just like a quiet kind of like neighborhood stalker, you know, that like, doesn't really like talk to anybody, but you know, everybody's story, or are you somebody who's willing to be like, I'm going to love and like on and actually comment and engage with other people. So that would be a big thing. But with actually posting your content, definitely a strategy. And the strategy, in my opinion, is you need to be educating people. So whatever that is. So we can go back to the bows, for example. So if you're making bows, you should educate people on different types of fabric, educate them on why the fabric is used, educate them on maybe like what types, like how to actually do different, like maybe do live videos, educating them on how you make the bows, like how you actually sew them. Um, you know, showcase that type of thing to really pique that curiosity because people don't know how to do a lot of things and how to DIY is really cool for people. Um, so you want to educate, you want to empower and inspire. So you really want to be, you, I don't like to use the word motivational because motivation is 100% an emotion, but if you can inspire somebody to move with your story, that's so important. So sharing your story, empowerment, you also want to entertain people. So you want to make them laugh. So I like to do funny memes and things like that to showcase my my humor, my my sarcasm, things that I, I enjoy and make me laugh. So really focus on doing that because the things that you're doing is you're building your following to understand who you are to help them know, like, and trust you. So really focusing on that. And then lastly, I always like to tell people this energy. And so they're like, what does that mean, Courtney? And I'm like, your everything you output needs to have an energy behind it. Not just, 
I'm posting this because my upline told me to, or I'm posting this because I feel like I have to. It needs to have this energy, and I call it content activation, where you're literally pouring who you are into that post, regardless if it's a meme or if it's a vulnerable post about your story or it's education. You want to do it with all your heart to really help people know where you're going and help people understand what you're doing. And so you want to like activate it. So um, you can pray over it. You can, I mean, whatever, just like you can charge a crystal, you can charge your post. And the interesting thing is people will immediately have that fear. Tell them, well, look, you only got five likes or you only got one comment. Well, the thing is, is that the comments are great. The like, the likes, loves are awesome, but it's in your instant, like in your DMs is where the magic happens. So I can do a post and it be like 15 likes or loves and maybe two comments. But on the back end, I got like 17 messages about that one post. And it's because I was willing to get vulnerable and authentic and activate it to where I'm like, I want this to reach every single person who needs to have a laugh today, who needs to be empowered today, who needs to be educated today, who needs my energy today. I need it to be reached out to those people. And that can really, really change the game for you whenever you're looking at the strategy behind what you're outputting. Energy definitely can be felt. It can be felt throughout the world, just through the internet. It's absolutely crazy. And I've been on lives that you've done cooking in your kitchen. Um, you've had over a thousand people on. And I love that you also are saying that it's not about the numbers. You know, you get those numbers, but showing up authentic, being yourself and truly just, you know, trying to impact somebody's life and being genuine is the most important thing. Um, would you recommend people having, you know, their ideal customer in mind when they and blending it with who they are when they are creating these memes and these funny jokes that will really resonate with who they're, you know, they're trying to um, impact or is it more of like who you are and just sharing that and you know, connecting with the right people. So, okay, that's kind of twofold. So a part of me is like, yes, of course, like you want, you want to make sure that what you're outputting is going to attract your tribe, attract your vibe, attract the people you want to work with, no matter what kind of post it is. But at the same time, I feel like so many people think about well, my customer is going to be a mom who has this and this and this and this that they forget about who they are and they forget about their own story. So you want to do such a blend to where you're like, by me showing up as me, by me talking about the hardships as a mom, so for myself, me talking about the hardships as a mom, me talking about the hardships with my my fat loss, my weight loss, whatever that is, like me showing up and talking about that is going to immediately activate the people who I want to work with because I want to work with people like me. Not the people who are like me now, but the people who are like me two years ago. The people who are like me a year ago. Those are the people I want to work with. So I want to make sure that I'm always looking at who am I now, but who was I before because that's who I want to work with. And so many people are like, well, I want to work with this person that's this age to this age and this and this and this, and they're kind of canceling out everybody else, but then they tailor everything to only that audience. Whenever really, if you're doing 35 to 50 is your age range, but there's a mom who's 29 
and resonates with more of what you're saying, but you're blocking her out, you could really miss on somebody who could really need you and your help. So yes, there's a point to niching down, but there's also a point to how can you show up as you and you're just automatically going to bring in the people who are the old you that need you now. So really keeping your purpose in mind when you're creating anything and your intention and in, in blending it with being authentically you in the real raw vulnerable way that is going to build those relationships because you can't build relationships on fluff and <laughs> people aren't going to get to know you um, with all the vanilla surface stuff. So if you are, you know, also adding in that raw vulnerable stuff um, and having a purpose and that intention, um, I, yeah, it seems like a no brainer. You would build that impact and influence and people would, you know, be drawn to you. Um, what do you say to those people that do feel like they need the likes and the comments and the followers to feel like they are having the impact and influence that they desire and they, you know, do the follow for follow, um, or buy engagement. What do you say to those people? <laughs> um, so I've never done that. Um, I feel like to be totally honest, it's not an authentic way to build your business. Um, because I feel like it's coming from a place of lack of self-worth from a place of not feeling good enough. Um, and that was something whenever I first started, I had to work on heavily because I was like, well, I mean, I posted this really awesome thing and like, I only got five likes and I don't understand, like, I'm never going to help anyone. And my, my leader, my mentor and my coach, like she was actually like, okay, but we need to dive deeper into like why you don't feel like you need that validation of those, of those likes and those loves for you to feel worthy, for you to feel enough to, for you to feel deserving. She was like, because what you're not understanding is there are people who are literally on your page all the time who don't like, who don't love, who don't comment, but they need to see you. So there was a point in my business and it happened for two months straight where I was so shadow banned. You couldn't see anything I posted. You couldn't see anything I posted unless you went to my page. Um, my videos went from getting thousands of views to maybe a hundred. I mean, even right now I'm slightly shadow banned and I'm like, I don't care. I'm a bit shadow banned, slightly inside. <laughs> so a shadow, a shadow band is where Facebook will make it to where your, your posts, your lives, your, what you're outputting cannot be seen. Like they will literally put a ban on it. And so, why would you do this? I don't know. I mean, I don't do anything spammy. I don't do anything. I mean, if anything, there are people out there, especially with network marketing, who are so against network marketing that if they smell that I'm in network marketing, they'll like report my stuff or they'll like consider it spam or harassment or whatever. Even if it's like I've had somebody come to me who is a follower of mine and shares everything I do. And she shared me into a group that aligns with what I do. And that group contacted her and blocked her and then reported her my live. So she got in jail and she's just a regular person who just shares stuff because she's a good hearted person. And then I got shadow banned. So, so that's, is that the main reason how you get shadow banned? Somebody will report you for whatever reason. 
typically. Um, other reasons are if you really are being like a spammer. Like if you, like if you're, if you're being like hardcore spammy, if you're sending way too many links in your, um, in your inbox, like way too fast, like there's a lot, I mean, I've been in jail, I don't know how many times, like it's, it's hard. Hard. yeah, your lives, I mean, for a long time, it was over a thousand, every time you go live and you're cooking in the kitchen, <laughs> watching you, you just have that great energy that's attracting everyone, um, yeah, they have, they've gotten on flagging you. You're sharing recipes and cooking and just being this beautiful light in the world. So, um, yeah, so they've, but there was a point where, I mean, I, people weren't seeing anything I was doing. Like I would, I would post a picture of my daughter and I and be super vulnerable and I wouldn't get a single like. And people who were liking it and loving it, I could tell it was because they went to my page because all of a sudden they would like and love like five or six of my posts because they were obviously like, where was she at? I didn't know she existed. I would get messages of people like, where are you? I haven't seen a post from you. Like what's going on? And that, you know, it took a toll on me at first because I really was like, oh, this popularity contest, I need all these likes and these loves and I'm not getting this love and I don't understand. Like I'm not going to grow my business. People don't love me. And then I realized like, even though that's the case, even though I'm banned and I'm not getting all of these like likes and loves validation, I'm I'm still showing up for people who are still the no likes and loves and comments people. I'm still showing up for people who need to come to my page for that daily dose of inspiration or that daily dose of laugh because I don't know if you all have this, but I have several people on my page, my newsfeed who I specifically go to their page just to look at their memes because all they do is post memes and they're hilarious. And I'm like, thank you for the good laugh, Keith. And one of them says name's Keith. But I'm just like, thank you for the laugh. Like I needed that today, you know? And so you can be that for somebody else. And I never like or love on his stuff, you know? And so like you can be that for someone else, but if you don't ever show up, you can't make that impact. And for me, I realized that there's a difference between a popularity contest and the likes and the loves and all of that and your actual impact you're making. Because whenever I do a post that's vulnerable and about, like I did one about the Honest brand and how we're finally able to afford with our eyes closed, buying these wipes that are like five, $6 a pack. And we used to not be able to in our financial situation. And it didn't get that much traction, but I got six women interested in my opportunity from that post who didn't even comment on the post. They messaged me. And it's really a fear. It's not just a fear with, uh, you know, on the business side of it, people showing up, but it's a, a fear on other people's side being seen. And if you're posting something that maybe they're not comfortable with, you know, coming out and saying like, yes, like I'm struggling with that too. And having other people see that they're not going to want to like it or comment. Um, but they will show up in your inbox because what you're saying is something they need and they're interested in it. So yeah, very true. Um, and because you are consistent people, even though you were shadow banned and hopefully that wasn't somebody, you know, trying to be, it seems like, you know, could somebody that's, you know, jealous or a competitor just go and report? I mean, that's horrible. But if you're consistent, you're providing value, you're showing up and you're just doing your thing regardless, people are going to search for you. They're going to type in your name. They're going to go to your page anyways because they, you know, they love what you're offering and they're used to seeing it. Um, and they're going to go for their daily dose of Courtney, <laughs> whether you're showing up in their feed or not. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the click and the change I made is I was like, Oh, well, I'm still, I'm still seeing people obviously watching me. And during those two months that it happened, it happened from December to January, my business still grew. I still had massive momentum with my business. I didn't see a dip in sales. I didn't see a dip in my recruitment. I mean, I didn't see anything like nothing changed. The only change was that people were like, where are you? I just had to become creative and figure out different ways to reach people and to become like still that impact and influence for people in an authentic way that wasn't cold messaging. I just had to, you know, kind of figure out ways around it. But you will notice that once you start showing up and you become consistent, especially you need to, it's every business is a 90 day business at least. And so doing it for at least 90 days and seeing what happens you will radically change your mind about everything because you will realize like, wow, I've been consistent for 90 days. My following has grown this much. My impact has grown this much. I'm having moms hop in my inbox saying how much I've changed their life. Like you're going to see all these flips and changes that you felt at first. Like if I show up and I don't get the likes and loves, it's not going to matter that all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, it really didn't ever matter (laughs) because people still are impacted. So and the relationship building is huge. And I'm so glad you touched on that. Um, it's huge. Like we talked about, you just, you know, if you receive a cold message from somebody you don't know, maybe they're on your friends list, it's going to be like off putting when you get to truly know someone, not only is that beautiful and you can make so many, you know, our vibes attract our tribe and you know, you maybe you'll meet your new best friend. Um, but it's really great. Like we live in this beautiful time. Everybody's isolated at home right now, but we have the opportunity to connect with, you know, billions of people all across the world right now. We, you know, there's connect with people. People need that connection and genuine um, energy that isn't about, you know, looking at them like they're that piece of meat and wanting to get to know them. Do they have kids? Like what's going on in their life? Um, That is huge. And if you, you know, like and comment on somebody else's post, chances are if they are also wanting to get to know you, they're going to go hop over to your page and like and comment on the post. And you're going to start to build that relationship. You're going to see what's going on in their life. And even if something happens um, as unfortunate as the shadow banning, um, when you're hopping over consistently and you're checking on them, they're going to do the same and, you know, things are going to keep going. So I, I love that. You really are sharing authenticity. It's not a popularity contest. It's about genuinely stepping into your true purpose, knowing what your why is, being resilient and being consistent. Do you have a recommendation on how many times somebody should be going live? Um, And if they are nervous about going live, they've never gone live before. Do you have any tips? Okay, so live video is so scary. I'm just going to be honest because <laughs> the first time I ever did it, I had a straight up panic attack. I was like, this is going to be the most awful thing known to man. Right. But, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Cause gracious, we're just, we're just going, you know, I'm just going to push go live and we're just going to figure it out on the way. So, um, I recommend, so I've been going live for almost 365 days. I finished my 365 days in like two weeks. And then I'm probably going to do another 365 days. I don't know why I'm, I'm <laughs> I just, it's become so second nature for me. In the past, it was like, oh, let me go live maybe three times a week, four times a week. I think that's really a sweet number, three to four times a week. Um, you know, doing it on 
two, maybe two of them being on a specific topic that you're wanting to like grow your network with. And then the other two being on like business tips or, you know, your opportunity or your product or whatever that is. Um, but three to four times is really good. But for me, a live video is one of the best ways to connect with people. It is like one of the best ways, but since going live every day, my network has boomed. It has grown immensely. Um, my business has grown immensely because of it. But really what I had, it goes back to that concept like we talked about earlier of like, it's not about you. Going live has nothing to do with you. Posting has nothing to do with you. Yes, is your intention, is your energy, is your purpose, is your vision behind it? Of course, that has to do with you. You're the person talking that has to do with you. But at the end of the day, it's about the replay watcher. It's about the live watcher. It's about whoever is on the other end receiving what you're bringing is the most important. But some some tips is obviously just do it. Like just push go and do it. And it's going to be awful the first like, you know, maybe <laughs> 20 times like you're going to be like that was really bad but I did it okay like high five I did it um but I really recommend like don't stall and wait at the beginning a lot of people will like wait and be like I'm gonna wait for people to hop on live that's so weird to me I'm sorry if you currently do that and I I'm the replay watchers they're like okay yeah, yeah they're like why are we waiting I'm so confused because your live is almost it's yes, it's for your live video watchers, but it's just as much for your replay watchers. So just really like hopping in and getting there. Um, I recommend doing at least a 30 day live challenge to kind of start yourself off because it's as much about growing your business and about getting your, your name out there and impacting other people as it is about trusting yourself. Like, can I do this 30 day live challenge? Like, can I actually go live for 30 days in a row and trust myself and my own commitments to myself and my business? So that's really big. Um, but, you know, having an intro, like really focusing on having an intro that you can do every single time. I practice mine, like, I don't know how many times in front of the mirror to be like, hey, I have an intro. So I don't just cut, hey, guys, like, you know, just kind of random. Um, but like, actually, like forever. <laughs> I was so nervous. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack, even thinking about hitting that live. And then as soon as I would hit it, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> like, everything I had in mind just went out the window and I had this Blake like fear and I just, yeah, it was horrible, horrible feeling. So I, I so kind of like going over who you are and like yeah, so, recommend for an intro. Yeah. So for me, it's like, Hey, Hey, Facebook live, you know, welcome to my page. Welcome to my live. My name is Courtney Chapman. If I'm in my kitchen, I'm like, welcome to what's cooking in the Chapman's kitchen. Um, you know, it is, I try to tell them what time it is nine times out of 10. I have zero idea what time it is. I have no concept of time. Um, but, um, you know, kind of just, and then you always want to do what we call call to actions. So you want to engage. It's all about the engagement. Um, and that's why I like doing engagement type of posts, like funny memes and stuff like that's really important on your page, but doing call to actions of like, as you're hopping on live, you know, drop a one in the comments below. If you're watching the replay, say hashtag replay. Um, you know, if, if I'm cooking or something and this, you could be like, what? I don't cook on live and that's totally fine. But for me, it's like, you know, if you like cheese, drop a cheese emoji in the comments below. And it's just to really engage with your followers and to allow them to know that you're not just kind of this robot sitting there doing something like you care about them and you care about what they're doing. So really doing that. Um, and also on a strategic side, it does boost your your content up in the algorithm with Facebook. 
So doing call to actions um, and, and allowing people, really allowing people to just see who you are. And that's like the biggest thing. Like I noticed a huge shift in my business whenever I started going live because people really were like, oh, so yeah, her posts are great, but I'm really seeing who she is through her live videos because now they're seeing me talk. They're seeing the bloopers live and you know, my small daughter's screaming in the background and I'm having to pick her up and she's fighting with my husband and like there's yeah so they're seeing the real life and they're actually seeing who you are and it helps them to be like oh i'm gonna lean in even more i'm gonna lean in even more because now i'm even more interested as to who this person is compared to before i was like i'm kind of interested but i don't know i'll watch your stories every once in a while but live video is like it can it can just change the game for anybody's business that they're doing so don't worry about being perfect. Keep showing up as raw, vulnerable, and you'll cement in all those other posts that you're making and everything that you're saying, they'll get to actually see that in person. Um, and like you said, the engagement's huge, asking people, you know, call to action, share, comment, tag, it's gonna let Facebook know that this is something of value, it's something that should be seen by others and, you know, other people will pop up on their page and um, you'll make a bigger impact. So, you any other tips you'd like to add? I think we've been <laughs> been on for a while. We could chat all day long for sure. Yeah. Um, really, I think just one of my biggest tips is just do it, and not in like this aggressive masculine like you need to just do it, but just do it in the sense of like if you keep getting these intuitional hits of like I want to start X, I want to do Y, just just do it. Like sit down figure out your vision, figure out your why, figure out why you keep getting the hit to do it. Cause I, I sat down and I was like, why do I keep feeling like I need to quit my nine to five? Like, why do I keep feeling like this is the vehicle to get me out of my nine to five? Like I started asking myself that, you know, why? And then that why turned into how, you know, like, how can I replace my income? How can I do this? Like, how can I do that? And so I really just think that if you sit down and you have that in the back of your head constantly over and over and over again, sit down and be like, hey, why? Like, why is this happening? And then it'll lead you to your why and your vision. And then you just start asking how and opportunities will literally start to present themselves. Because I don't know how many times I said how, and I finally found the how but it took several doors op excuse me, opening for me to where I finally was like, no, this is the one that I want. So that would be one. Any, um, do you recommend, this just came to me, for photos when you're posting photos, like I like to use Lightroom, kind of keep everything the same. So I, I feel like if somebody sees a photo and they're gonna automatically know it's mine because I kind of like have that branding going on. Do you feel like that's needed? Um, or do you think in the beginning, just go for it, start showing up and then eventually evolve and try to make it a little more professional? So whenever I first started, um, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> so so I had this massive interest in photography and creativity and content and all of that, but I had no idea how to do it. So I was sort of messy action and was like, I'm just gonna post the selfie even if it looks grainy and it looks kind of like, okay, but I'm just gonna post it because I know I need to get my stuff out there. And then over time I evolved to where I was like, oh, I love presets, I love Lightroom, I love PixArt, I love Canva, I love WordSwag. Like I started to learn 
over time how I could create my own content, create my own graphics, how I could make my my stuff stand out to where, just like you said, people know like, oh, that's a Courtney Chapman thing. Like, oh, that's the Courtney Chapman thing. You know your photos right away. Yeah, because I've now figured out my branding and my authentic branding and how I want to show up. And that has totally streamlined into my content and my actual graphics and pictures and things that I push. It first started with just the, the copy, which is like your words. And the pictures were kind of like, they were cute, but they were there. Like, it's like, okay. And then it started to evolve to where it like all streamlined and it all started to flow really well together. So just start, take that messy mom action in the beginning and um, it'll evolve because it's just another thing that you have to learn and that can be overwhelming when you have a million things on your plate. Um, another thing, so now that we're at the end, I'm kind of thinking of other things, you know, questions to ask you. Um, how would you recommend that people actually grow their following? Where can they find their tribe and their people um, that, you know, they want to show up and serve? So um, on Facebook, that's going to be in uh, Facebook groups. So every single one of us has some kind of niche, right? So it doesn't matter if it's like for me, it's like with cooking and a certain diet. Um, for other people, it could be like using certain products that are healthier. And so you want to be in like more like crunchy mom types groups or whatever. But I recommend like sitting down and figuring out like your five top things of who you are. So of course that align with like your product that you're selling, but then also align with who you are. So for me, like I'm, I'm a mom, so I'm in a lot of mom groups. I am very spiritual. I'm in a lot of spiritual groups. Like I'm, so I kind of wrote down and I focused on those so I can really go and hang out in those groups. So you have to think about it. Like if you're wanting to gain more friends in physical form, <laughs> so not on social media, you would probably go onto like meetup.com or you would go to Eventbrite and you would look up events in your area. Like if you really like to do crafts, you would go and find events in your area that do crafts. Well, it's the same concept on Facebook. You just have to find the groups that align with you and then actually go hang out with them, post in them, get to know people in them, share your live videos into them. Just really start to spread your wings and actually send the friend request. Like if you align with somebody, send the friend request, like get to know them. Like Angelina and I, like we got to know each other through a coaching program we did. And we just sent the friend request because we felt the vibe. We felt the, the attraction. We're like, Hey, we we're very similar here and we did it. It's the same thing with your, with your network and your following. You just have to be willing to kind of, cause it's uncomfortable just like going to like a a random group of people you've never met to make crafts. You're like, this is kind of out of my comfort zone. I got to like say hi to people I've never met. Same thing in a group. It's just really getting out there and like putting yourself out there and getting to know people and you will quickly gain a following of people. And it's not just about sending a whole bunch of people, you know, random friend requests. You know how on Facebook it shows um, people that you may want a friend request because it's not about having the numbers and popularity. It's about actually having that true tribe and the, the people that you really want to resonate and connect with. So make sure that before you send that request, it's somebody that you actually really want to get to know deeper. Yes, 100%. I mean, I decline friend requests all the time from people who send me a friend request and I go to their page and I'm like, mm, not my human. Like you're just not human. And I mean, and there are people I go into groups and I'm, you know, I'll comment on a thread and then all of a sudden there's like more people commenting back to me. And if it's like, okay, well, if I'm, 
if I'm aligning with this person, I feel good about this person. I want to connect with them. And so then I'll send the friend request. But if it's somebody who I'm like, oh, I don't send the friend request because it's not the popularity contest. It's not how, how, how fast can I get to 5,000 or how fast can I get to a thousand? It's about who can I connect with that I'm going to impact in whatever capacity that is with my product or with my, my copy and with what I'm putting out there and how can they give that energy back and we can do this energetic exchange. And quality, so quality over quantity. <laughs> alarms are off. Um, and last question, I believe, I don't think anything else is going to come to me. Um, do you recommend that people have a, a Facebook group page or a public, you know, like fan page or just should they do everything on their personal page um, in the beginning? Um, and then just, you know, anything business related, you know, instead of having it friends only, uh, the audience to be seen having it public. So you definitely want to have your Facebook page public. I do recommend doing it from your personal page. The reason why is in the past, okay, in the past, a business page was fantastic for growing your network. Like it was great, but things have changed. And now business pages are primarily for ads. They're primarily for if you're wanting to do a reach to gain your following through an, a Facebook ad. Your personal page is all going to be organic. So through those shares and groups, through getting to know people in groups, those types of things. So whenever you follow what Angelina and I have talked about doing it authentically, you're not going to spam your audience. You're not going to be on your personal page, dropping links everywhere and using company graphics and doing all this stuff. Like you're literally going to do it from a space of attraction marketing, which is authentic. So you're not going to have an issue with doing it from your personal page. And that's a that's a common misconception, I feel, is that people are like, well, if I do it for my personal page, I'm just going to be spammy. So I need to get a business page. And, and I don't. <laughs> that happened before. I said our Wi-Fi went down. Oh, it's okay. And so I don't personally agree with that. Thank you so much. You've been amazing. And you're just, I love your energy. You're always just, you're infectious. So People want to get to dive in deeper with you. You have your own podcast. It's called Messy Moms Take Action. She provides a ton of value and just real, raw, vulnerable things that moms are going to relate to. Um, and you also have an amazing offer that'll take a lot of the guesswork out of how to show up, when to show up, what to say. So I'm really excited. Thank you for doing this for our tribe. Yes. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Um, yeah. So for my offer, I have a subscription group that you can join and it provides so those graphics we talked about, the apps we talked about. It provides tutorials. It provides information um, on how to actually grow your following. So if you enjoyed what we talked about, it is way more in depth. So it is very intensive training on how to brand yourself, how to gain a network, how to do it authentically, how to go viral. Um, like it is loads and loads of information. And then every day you get massive amounts of content that's either made for you or content that you can take and then use in an app and make for yourself to really be, I call it being like the Nike on your personal page. So showing up as the higher level of your personal page, because right now with how social media is, a lot of people are just like scroll, scroll, scroll. So we really want people to be like, oh my gosh, that is Julie. Like I need to work with Julie because you've 
really consistently shown up as this type of style. Um, so for the first month, you get it for free. And then after that, it's $37 a month. So thank you so much for doing that for us. I will share the link. Um below. Um, so we're recording this as a podcast and it'll also be on YouTube. So the link will be um, in the description and there's nothing to lose. 30 days, check it out for free. Um, and she just, she gives her all and everything. Um, so I recommend her. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Love seeing your face. Yeah. I know your time is precious. So totally appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Right. Bye guys.